it's a beautiful thing when something that sounds as boring as a professional organization can and can give you a friendship that's been such a blessing to me. That was Amanda Bernardo talking about her friendship with Robin Mangasar Tizon, who recently passed away after multiple bouts of cancer. I'm June Castlemere, and I recently spent some time with Connie Montoya and Anna Clark together, and then with Amanda to talk about Robin's legacy as a Filipina lawyer, member of the Filipino American Lawyers Association of New York, and most importantly, as a friend. Together with the rest of the Fala New York membership, we hope that you'll be inspired by Robin's legacy. Towards the end of the session, find out how you can contribute to keeping that legacy alive. So stay tuned. Fala New York members knew Robin mostly for her contributions to the organization, but Amanda, who currently leads a team advocating for immigrant rights, actually met Robin before then. Here, she describes meeting Robin for the first time. It was a fundraiser for Typhoon Haiyan, and I saw Robin there, and she was a brand new face. Um, So I was with people who are new to networking events, and I could tell Robin was new, at least to Albany. So, like, I totally picked her up Mm -hmm. because I (laughs) could tell that she was Filipino, and I really liked her outfit and her haircut, um, and I knew she was new, and she didn't know anybody Mm because she was by herself. So I just kind of walked up to her, and I was like, hi, I'm Amanda. Um, We started talking, and I could tell she was Filipino, and I introduced her to my friends who like were also very new to the scene. So we ended up hanging out like that whole rest of the night. Like as a young woman in your mid twenties, it's very difficult to go to these things where you yes. don't know anyone. Right. So I know how hard it is to be at one of those events. And I saw this really cool girl yeah. who was obviously there. Cause you know, like just like us, we're all just trying to get a, get jobs and move up in our careers mm-hmm. and get started on our careers really. Mm-hmm. So I could tell she was like, what a relief that she has someone to talk to the whole night. Right. Right. We were all kind of in a similar boat. And she said that she's been going to these, I remember her telling me she's been going to these events constantly to network and, and everything. She had just gotten done taking the bar. Or no, she had just gotten her bar results or was about to get her bar results because it was around October. Right. It was high on. Connie and Anna, on the other hand, met Robin when Fall in New York was first being organized. They talk about their first impressions of her. So I actually knew Robin's family from when I was in college, but I did not meet Robin until she joined Fall in New York. And she came up to me at one of the very first events she attended and mentioned that uh, I knew her older sister. It was uh, after the first initial meetings of Fall in New York, we were trying to recruit more members, get the word out there, and we were in Ugly Kitchen, and Rio came up to me, introduced me to Robin, and Robin stood out. I I can never forget her because of her haircut. Mm -hmm. She had a very uh, distinctive haircut. It was short and angular. Uh, and um, I said, oh, man, this kid is really stylish. She had flair, she and, it, and it was so obviously, it so obviously naturally came to her. None, none of it was forced. It was so uniquely her own, and really anyone who met her remembered her instantly. Mm-hmm. Right. I, you know, Filipinos are known for being imitators. 
Um, but Robin was not an imitator. She combined, she definitely had her own taste. Mm -hmm. And, um, and every time over the years, as I got to know her better, that style changed. It wasn't the same each and every time. I mean, a few years later, her hair grew longer. Uh, but even the way she dressed up, you couldn't really predict how she was going to appear um, the next time you saw her, which was very different for me because I have a uniform. Everybody knows what I'm going to wear, regardless of the event. <laughs> <laughs> so to talk about the, our evolution, right, or Robin's evolution throughout the course of knowing her, you know what's interesting is when I first met her, I, I thought she was a stylish person and she was very artistic. And as I got to know her more, not only did that prove to be true in many different aspects of her personality, not just in fashion, because she also did calligraphy. She was our PR um, co-chair. And she really put together our plan for how we were going to um, reach out to our membership how we were going to communicate with them more effectively and she used to always give us her perspective as a more junior up-and-coming lawyer you know because many of us have been practicing for so long to help make our message more effective and to speak more to her generation so she was a woman not only of style but also of substance and then I found out you know, years into after having met her, that she actually graduated from law school with a joint JD MBA, and that she, you know, was always a, an overachiever throughout her academic career. And she was also, you know, uh, musically inclined, she played instruments. So she was kind of the, the whole package. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, with Robin, she was the quiet type. Um, when I first met her anyway. And I think that stayed constant with me. She was not one to talk about herself right away or what she's done and what's the latest she's involved with. Mm -hmm. uh, she would always stay more to the sidelines um, and be very observant of everyone else. Yet at the same time, she stood out again because of right. her she just had this way of carrying herself that's not in your face, but at the same time makes you aware that here's a distinctive person in the room. That's how I always felt about She just had that presence of, it's, I call it like a quiet grace, if you will, or a quiet dignity, which I've always admired because I'm a I'm to the contrary. I'm a very loud person. <laughs> and I'm always going around and saying hello to people. Not that she was unfriendly. She was not. But, and as you got to know her, she is one of the very few people, I think, who is so deeply compassionate. Robin is not shallow at all. Shallow would not be a word for her. She loved to enjoy life. But she did it in a way that's not too much about going out, hanging out. And I don't know if part of that is due to her illness at that time. But she enjoyed life for me in the sense of really connecting with people, um, helping out a lot, making... She would always ask me how I was, and, and in a, not just in a superficial way. After meeting Robin for the first time, Amanda was so intrigued that she couldn't wait to follow up. So you 
stalked her on Instagram. Uh, so I fell in love with her at this Typhoon Haiyan event. Right. And I couldn't stop telling my boyfriend about, like, that wasn't that Filipino girl so cool. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe I found my Filipino friend. And I did what everybody does that's my age. And I asked her if she had an Instagram. And she was like, yeah, this is my Instagram. And so I had followed her for a little while. And every time I had seen, like, one of her pictures, I'd be like, oh, my God, she's so cool. Oh, my gosh, she's so funny. And um, she posted a picture at one point that, showed that she also worked she had gotten a job apparently and had also worked in um, the financial district so um, I messaged her on Instagram messenger mm -hmm. and was like hey we need to get lunch or we need so to get a happy hour in her, into her DMs and I was like this is did. my cell phone number <laughs> you, you totally <laughs> slid into her DM <laughs> And then, like, a few days later, I was like, wait, sorry, that's a typo. This is my cell phone number, just in case you really wanted to text me. Robin is known for being the longstanding Fall in New York public relations co-chair along with Amanda. The women talk about Robin's immense contributions to the organization, as well as the experience of working side by side with her. So she and Amanda Bernardo held the position of co-chairs of our public relations committee. And they together were responsible for our social media presence, which I think to this day would not be what it is, but for the efforts of Robin and Amanda. And more important, um, Robin, our logo that we use now, which is has the uh, the crown of the liberty, or no, no, the torch, mm -hmm. with like the Filipino sun from the Philippine flag, uh, that was Robin's design. So I should say, Chris Lap uh, Lapinig yeah. first uh, developed a design, and then Robin refined it to what we ended up using right. today, mm -hmm. and that was. Robin, I remember this because I was about uh, to be installed as the uh, president of Follow New York, and Robin and I were speaking about the invitation for the installation dinner, and she said to me, Connie, uh, I really want to work with the logo we have. I really want to change it because I think we should, it should be more reflective of um, our identities as Filipino, Filipino-Americans, and New Yorkers. And I said, oh, go ahead, do what you want. And, and it went through several rounds. This was not a first attempt. And um, maybe three, four, even six rounds later, it became what it is. It was a very laborious process, and she really stuck yeah. with it and advocated for what she believed should be the logo and I really respected that and everyone else respected it um, but beyond kind of the social media presence etc she was always providing input right so when we first formed Follow New York most of us were kind of older more seasoned attorneys probably more jaded probably have been uh, uh, members of various Asian American bar associations and kind of had an idea of how these things were supposed to go and Robin and Amanda kind of provided the counterbalance to us to kind of bring us into the 
newer generation into kind of the modern world. So not only uh, did she establish our online presence, but she also was the one who figured out how we can push our messaging out, a system that we still use to this day. She was the one who designed her newsletter, still, again, a design and a system that we still use today. She gave us advice on every event that we ever planned, how best to put uh, to organize our events, uh, how to market it, um, you know, uh, what we, how we should uh, present our awards. She provided input as to whom we should present those awards. I mean, she just really provided a lot of input throughout her involvement with Follow New York and really kind of provided her spin to it and kind of a fresh perspective. And we all respected her so much and her opinion so much that when she suggested something, you pretty much would be assured that there would would be a majority of us that supported it. So Robin had um, been part of Follow New York first before me. she was already the public relations committee chair. Mm-hmm. And during some party at her house, it was her 30th birthday, um, she told me that she can't handle the, the role on her own. It's just too time-consuming. And she wants a co-chair, and like she really thinks that it should be me. And then like once a month or once a week for the first couple months uh, we would meet together with our laptops and she would show me the ropes on those different software platforms that Follow New York uses. I don't know if that they were spearheaded by her or if she just took over them. Um, but she was so good already at having it everything together because she had created a template for the newsletter that goes out every other week to Follow New York members and anybody else who just wants to keep up and she made it really aesthetically pleasing um and it's the template we still use now and the formatting we still use now it was very organized it made sense and it's nice to look at um and i would handle social media which is super easy because i would just kind of pull from the newsletter um that she had already made so beautiful and i could kind of copy paste so i learned from her, like the tone and the vibe that we wanted to give off to people who followed us. When she would make an event flyer for, say, a museum exhibit that we could all go to together that um, was important to the Filipino culture or community, or if she was going to make a flyer for a CLE we were putting on, the flyer didn't look like, like any other stuffy, like buttoned up, lawyer networking event or lawyer speaking event or continuing legal education class. Like she made it look really fun and warm. As time went on, each of the women got to know Robin as a friend. They talk about her style, her persona, and the way she inspired and uplifted others. So as a new attorney, you don't really have any clout to be asked to be on a speaking event. Mm-hmm. It's like to be on a panel. Like, why would someone want to hear you talk on a panel? But for for somebody who's active in Follow New York, there is space for you to speak on that panel mm-hmm. 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so Robin always encouraged me to be on that event, 
especially when um, like the Trump election came around and everybody wanted to talk about immigration. I would have reservations like, oh, you know, there's so many other good immigration lawyers, especially ones that are also Filipino. Like, let's have someone else do it. And Robin would be like kind of whispering to me on the side, like, no, you should totally mm -hmm. just do this. And she would come to every one of the events, like even if it was on a weeknight. Mm -hmm. And even if it's like, it's about immigration, that's not what she does. <laughs> From Robin, the most in terms of like, my, as a professional resource, and uh, like I think Follow New York in general is a sense of camaraderie. Mm -hmm. um, as is a woman of color, even though this is New York, like you don't really feel like you have a lot of people like you in the field. And I work in immigration. Mm -hmm. So I think that that says a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so it's nice to have people like Robin who I can feel like I have a sense of family and community, even in this space where I'm brand new and probably a little bit uncomfortable, but there's always gonna be someone who's kind of like, I can talk to, to vent at, whether it's like the older members of Fallen New York that have more experience and I can talk to them about like what I'm struggling with, or Robin who is kind of in the same boat as me and I can just vent about. In the beginning, it was really like, I get to hang out with this cool girl, Robin, and I'm just gonna go where she tells me to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would. <laughs> yeah. I would. You I was just like, tell me where to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to follow you. I'll bring my laptop. <laughs> I'm going to follow her anywhere. Where do you get your haircut? <laughs> I'll follow you. I'll go yeah. there. Are you going you to this them? meeting on Saturday? Okay. <laughs> we, we have to go together? Okay. I'll be there. What are you going to wear? Okay, me too. <laughs> Robin was so proud of being Filipino and having that that community that she was excited to share it. And she had this attitude like, yeah, why wouldn't more people want to join these events? And mm -hmm. she, she really reinforced why I came and why I believed in it and why I wanted Fall in New York to succeed. Cause I was like, yeah, I'm getting a friendship like this out of it. I'm meeting like inspirational people like Robin. And then even like, you know, like, very impressive people like Connie and Rio and Elaine and mm -hmm. Anna. So her presence and her commitment just made me so proud to be a part of, of this group. Mm -hmm. Anna really wanted to have like a Fall in New York ladies night at Bob Bar, which is like a hip hop bar on the mm -hmm. Lower East Side. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, that's also my birthday weekend. So can I invite my friends there too? And she was like, yes, of course, of course. So it very quickly turned into my birthday party mm -hmm. with just a bunch of fallen New York women there. Um, and after that, all of my friends were like, who, who are those, who is that group of like <laughs> beautiful Filipino lawyers that you were just dancing in the middle of all night? They even told me that like, oh, have you seen Amanda? look for the group of Filipino lawyer women. I'm like, how will I know which is the Filipino lawyer women? Like, just trust us. They'll give off the lawyer vibe. And they're just a lot of women together. Until she's dancing in the middle of them. And I used to introduce her as like, she's a lawyer for rappers. And it totally fit like the way she dressed yeah. and the way she did her hair and like 
her whole vibe and people would just nod and be like, okay, makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> um, but it, it makes total sense. Yeah. And she would like was musically talented herself. Like she played the piano. She played the cello. She sang. Um, she had such an eye for design. She did hand lettering. Like she really identified with her clients. Most people, even in, in Fall in New York, didn't even know that she was battling an illness because she always came through, always, always, never once was late with any assignment, still contributed her own ideas, even if that meant additional work for her. And even, you know, despite your conversation with her, Connie, I got the impression that she still went above and beyond her position um, because once Robin commits some, to something, she was going to give more than her 100% to it because she never wanted to let anybody down. And she would never let it on that she was having a hard time. Because right. I, 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 I know that because up until the very last um, event we worked on together, which was the in-house council partners um, social for Fall in New York, she was helping me with uh, the invitations and the logos, I mean the, uh, the images for the invite. And I was bugging her, but she never quite, she never complained. And it was only later I realized through Ricky's stories that she was already very ill mm -hmm. at that time, but has never said, has never let on in any way that She's, she was going through what she was going through. She never wanted to be defined by her illness. Uh, yes. And in fact, the only reason we found out is because, at least I found out, was because she had not gone to some of our events. And I started to wonder why and started to ask around. Uh, and at one point, I think you and I were together, Connie, right when we visited her, or maybe I visited her separately, but at the hospital. At the hosp and even at the hospital, she was asking us about our lives and how we were doing instead of letting us focus on her and, and what she was going through. I mean, it really spoke volumes. So I'll share something. Um, at the time that Robin was very sick, and this was, yeah, it was um, middle of last year, I think. My spouse got sick. And... And Ricky and Robin were there for us and helped us with all our medical treatments mm -hmm. um, and connecting us with the right people at Sloan. And I could never, ever forget that. And when, when my wife was, was diagnosed uh, with very early stages, uh, we were both at a loss and shock and all that. And... When we ended up at, at MSK, I thought of Ricky, but I was hesitant because I, knew, I didn't quite know what was going on with Robin. But I said, well, you know, Robin and I would still be texting every so often. Um, not, not all the time, but I took that, that opportunity when she texted me one time because we were thinking about getting together for Mahjong. Which never really happened. I did. Robin is a major mahjong player, and that's one regret I have <laughs> that I never got to like square off with her. Uh, we were always planning that, and it just kind of fizzled out. But 
during that time, I, I said to her, I, I disclosed what we were going through as a couple. And she, before I knew it, with the same day, I get a phone call from Ricky. And Ricky and Robin together, whatever we needed, um, recommended certain doctors, just made sure that we were taken care of. And they continued to check in on us for several months afterwards. And later on, when I found out that Robin was very much involved in like other cancer foundations and, and uh, fundraising and the like, I, it was so characteristic of her that even when she was already dealing with the, the last stages of her disease, she continued to give of herself. Mm -hmm. And Ricky was exactly the same way. I think Robin was very conscious of what she wanted, how she wanted to live her life. Uh, and maybe it's because she was faced with this illness. Maybe, maybe not because I didn't know her before. Um, but whenever I spoke to her, I was with her, I got the sense that she was very purposeful in what she wanted to do, how she spent her time, who she chose to spend that time with. So every moment that we got to spend with her was really, you know, such a, such a blessing I think I didn't really know what impact Fala New York and Fala had on Robin because we always just like <laughs> we're always asking people to like give to us and, and and no one and maybe we don't really know that like how much influence our own groups have on on our personal lives and ourselves and I remember this when we went to to the funeral and um, it was Rose Cuisan Villazor, Noel Vallis, and myself were the first ones there. Um, this was the day of her burial. And we, were in the, we went to the church and we walked up to her mother. And her mother uh, looked at us and said, are you from the Filipino lawyers? And I said, yes, we are. And, just like, and she hugged us. And said, oh, thank you so much for being here because Robin was so proud of being a lawyer and being with the Filipino lawyers. And I said, oh, my God, I'm so glad we drove yeah. <laughs> two hours <laughs> um, because I think that Many people in, at the funeral like knew of Robin as the daughter, the sister, the wife, the friend, mm -hmm. the aunt. Not a lot of people really knew her as the lawyer. Right. And we were there for people to know that she was and a, a well lawyer and a well-respected one in her profession. Yeah. Exactly. The women provide some insight into what they will miss most about Robin, both as a friend and a Fala New York colleague. Just the normal things like coordinating with her being like, hey, is this the week that we start promoting X? Or like, what day should I put this out on social media? Mm -hmm. I miss having that, those like random conversations with her. Right. Or just talking about like, hey, should we use this font instead of that font? Mm -hmm. Should we use the template from last year or the year before, like the mundane? So we used to 
send messages to each other all the time and it would run the gamut from you know talking about our families talking about my child I have a four-year-old and she was um, very interested in kids very close to kids she had a gift that was again one of her many gifts was that she was kind of she was a great tita and a natural caregiver and nurturing person and so we would talk about that. She would send me links to items of clothing that she thought I would be interested in. And, and we would talk about the future, how we saw our careers, and follow New York. And so I would miss that. Um, but also, you know, karaoke with her. Going to Bob, for those of you <laughs> listening who don't know, Bob is a New York City staple. It's kind of an underground hip-hop dance club that's been around since forever it's not fancy by any means but the music is amazing and robin and i and some of the other follow new york ladies have gone there on occasion and i think now that i'm thinking about it we should plan another outing and on actually anna you, you made bob, bob the follow new york ladies <laughs> event <laughs> she no but robin and was robin already and going there robin before and robin was was always part of that yes yeah i yeah. think i would miss collaborating with Robin. I really enjoyed that. Um, I enjoyed working over like designs with her, bouncing off ideas, um, help, her helping me with, because um, she was so computer literate too. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I think I am more than most. Probably not as much as, but not as much. No, not at all. And she was, and I was always asking her, okay, so where can I go? And what's the latest, what's the latest app on this? What's the best way to do this? And, and she, I I would really, really miss that on, on, on one level, Mm -hmm. but on another level, when, um, when I'm going through health stuff, whether it be for, for my parents or my spouse. Robin was always one of the people I, I could call and I could like talk about these things and my worries and my fears. And I know that she totally got it. Mm-hmm. So not, not having that, right? And I think Robin was a person of one of the very few people I've met in my life to date who really carried grit with grace. That's how I describe her. Follow New York has set up a scholarship in Robin's honor. The women provide some background on it, as well as talk about other ways that they intend to honor Robin's legacy going forward. So Follow New York has launched a memorial scholarship in her honor and right now we have received pledges very generous pledges from members of the follow new york and follow community we are putting together um, and we plan on consulting robin's family including ricky with respect to what the criteria should be for granting the scholarship but we really want to honor her memory and what she represented in the community and to us and so that's one way we plan on honoring her memory. Uh, there were also many charities that she um, supported, uh, mostly charities that um, uh, that supported cancer research and uh, human rights. 
Ricky, her husband, had provided us with those charities uh, around the time of her passing. And so we, my plan is to continue to pay forward her legacy by making sure that her memory lives on um, by supporting those those charities as well. And also just on a day-to-day basis, I'm going to try to emulate what she did in her life, which is to live mindfully and, and very deliberately. I think I'm... I'm going to take mentoring a, a little more seriously than I always have because Robin looked up to me too as a mentor. She and I have had discussions about what she, you know, were what she was going to do next. She would ask me about whether she should take on something or not, um, what option she could have if she went a certain way. And we always think of especially I'm a much older attorney and and I always think of okay I you know I've lived life and you know and you guys have the younger the younger lawyers have so much more time but Robin kind of I'm not a young (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah that's true well you look a lot younger But um, I I think what I'm saying is that I can't take it for granted that just because you're a younger lawyer that, you know, your opportunities are limitless, too. Mm -hmm. And that whether even if I mess up as your mentor, it's okay, you'll bounce right back. (laughs) Because we don't really know how much time each of us has. And so mentoring is really a gift. And whatever little thing I've said or done that has helped Robin, like gives me a lot of comfort, just as everything she's done for me has given me strength. And that's one thing I'll never take for granted anymore. I think the scholarship that we're setting up is the perfect way to do it Mm -hmm. in terms of what Fall New York can do. Um, Robin joined Fall New York as a brand new attorney um so we should be supporting new people to the profession like law students mm-hmm. um robin also really believed in like grassroots organizations and causes so the scholarship is meant to be geared towards people who can show their demonstrated commitment to the filipino american community mm-hmm. the way robin did yep i think the only other thing we haven't mentioned yeah, the other remarkable thing about Robin is she had a wicked sense of humor. She was funny. Yes, that's true. And she was never mean. She didn't have a mean bone in her body. You never heard her say any bad thing about anybody. And conversely, I've never heard anybody say anything bad about Robin, which is not surprising to me having known her as well as I did. But, you know, I think that also speaks volumes. I mean, how many of us get frustrated and say things out of anger. And Robin, even with everything that she was dealing with, never had those moments, um, you know, whenever I spoke to her. And I thought, I really respected that about her. Well, one thing with Robin, I think what she did and what she gave to our group and our community, she did, she genuinely did because she wanted to. It wasn't because of to boost her reputation, her profile, Something good for her resume, you know, to get credit or to run for a better position, to 
give her a better platform for something else. It wasn't that. She did it because she really wanted to share. Mm-hmm. And that's just giving for just to give. And and in return, look at look at the memory that she's left everyone with. Everything about what it means to be a really good person. It's a beautiful thing when something that sounds as boring as a professional organization can and can give you a friendship that's been such a blessing to me. I always say like her friendship is one of the biggest blessings I've gotten out of Fall New York. If you'd like more information about Robin's scholarship, please email info at fallanewyork.org. Many thanks to Connie, Anna, Amanda, Fall in New York, and the National Filipino American Lawyers Association for support. <laughs>